All right, fanboys and fangirls, welcome back to another glorious episode of the Podcast of Justice. I'm Ryan. I'm Delgado. Uh, this is a weird one. Man, yeah. This is, this is the, the end of the year podcast. Tomorrow's New Year's Eve, man. Yeah, 2021. Thank God it's over. But is it really, though? Probably not. It's going to be no, like no. 2020 New Game Plus. You re- you know everything you knew about 2020, but good luck because it's going to about to be a lot fucking harder. Well, I mean, Trump hasn't been dethroned yet, so. Well, technically he he's, has. He, but he still has time to, he, to cause a, a ruckus. He, he He's tried. But, you know. I'm sure some Malaysian virus will pop up out of nowhere. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get one more curveball thrown our fucking way. virus. <laughs> the China virus. No, the Chinese. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Oh the Cheeto cheese can't leave fast enough. Anyways, so you wanted to speak about this stimulus shit that's, that's going down the night. Well, technically, it started yesterday. So technically, people should have started seeing their uh, their stimulus checks at their bank account starting on Tuesday. Um, the last time we had a stimulus check, uh, collectibles of all types, records, comic books, um, figurines, stuff like that, all increased pretty, I wouldn't say dramatically in value, but they definitely increased a bit. Um, it had a noticeable boom on the comic book collectors industry. Uh, and I started seeing it Monday night after everything got signed and everything was finalized. And I saw it a little bit more on Tuesday when uh, people started seeing that hit their accounts. You know, people offering $50, $60 over fair market value for comic books, uh, slabbed or otherwise. Right. So I kind of wanted to talk about this for a minute because it's something very fascinating to me because of the economy behind it and stuff like that. It, it goes to show that when nerds have a few extra bucks in their pocket, uh, fair market value doesn't really mean shit no. when, we, when we want what we want. And I think and we want it now. Exactly. We don't want to wait until the price drops back down or any of that shit. And we're just like, nah, fuck it. If I have to pay an extra 50 bucks to get it I, I, and it's, uh, it's available, I'm going to do it. So what was your le- like? What was your latest purchase? Like, what are you waiting on anything in the mail, Ryan? Um, right now I'm just waiting on a couple records. Uh, when my stimulus check hits, my plan is to buy the first appearance of Jason Todd, which is a book I've been seeking after for quite some time now. You know this, I know, uh, better I than know. anybody at this point. <laughs> um, so I do plan on making a fairly substantial purchase as soon as that that check hits my account. I mean, I feel like Red Hood. Like Jason Todd, like that appearance is a little bit more higher price. It should it's be higher value. Not. It should be. It should be. I absolutely agree. <laughs> the first appearance of Jason Todd as the Red Hood is, it should absolutely 1000% be way more valuable. Um, however, the first appearance of Jason Todd goes for about 250 to $300 at a high enough grade slab. Whereas the first appearance of Jason Todd as Red Hood only goes for about 100 to 150 uh, in the same grade range which is weird to me um but it helped me out when i bought my first appearance of jason todd as red hood because i only paid about 60 bucks for it really yeah it was pretty nice it huh. was a it was a random spur of the moment saw it in a comic book store was like i'm not i have not seen this out in the wild ever at right. this point so uh, when are we going into business <laughs> are we going to fucking you know cross the t's and dot the i's 
on opening up a comic book store. I would definitely like to. <laughs> like, uh, can we just do that for the rest of our lives? Oh my god. Do you, can Could you imagine, like, having Krispy Kreme deliver fucking, like, donuts to us in the mornings and then we're just sitting there, sitting on our fucking <laughs> cloud nine, handing down life lessons to all these peons walking through the door. All these, all these newbies to the comic book the sweaties. Industry. Just coming in, finger picking, knowing that we've got all the good shit behind the, the counter. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, that's, that's been a dream of ours for a while. And I think that in all honesty, once the, uh, once the economy comes back in and we have everything back in full swing in this country, you know, nicks the pandemic. Um, I think, I think that's definitely something we need to look into so we can actually we should name get. it crusties, crusties, crusties. And I'll tell you why we'll sell the fucking, the donuts that we get the day before the day after for sale. That sounds like a really that sounds like a really bad business model. Um, <laughs> like you know, I love you to death, dude. It's like, like some Simpson shit. Like, yeah, we're going to Krusty's. <laughs> the donuts are off the chain. The donuts are good, but they're a day old and like they don't—they're not warm. They're—they're—they're they're, they're kind of like just a little crusty. Temperature. Yeah, they're just a little crusty. They're kind of dry. They're not stale yet, but they definitely little, will be the next day. Like crusty. <laughs> uh, no, so. I was waiting, like, okay, so previously I'm waiting on two books, two slabs coming my way. Yeah, we talked a little bit about those, but let's let's go ahead and fill in the uh, the listener. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so um, I decided to do a little bartering online on eBay, um, you know, because I saw a couple of books that were a little higher priced in value, and I was like, you know what? Surely, you know, we can we could strike a deal, you know, because I'm not trying to pay all that. And uh yeah, no, I uh the offer was right and uh the counter offer was right and uh well I'm looking at the first full appearance of the Winter Soldier, which is uh, Captain America number six. I think it's a nine point oh, um, I believe. Which, I mean, in the pictures, it looked pretty sharp. You know what I mean? So 9.0, like, I've already got the first cameo. So I was like, I might as well have the first full appearance because it kind of bugs me that I don't have the first full. And with the, you know, the the Winter Soldier, uh, the Falcon show, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier show coming out, like, I feel like, and I mean, even the Falcon, um, his first appearance goes for like $100. So, and I, I don't know. The Falcon was just never a character that I wanted. However... Comma. There was a book that I wanted and I couldn't get it because this asshole would not fucking come down off the price. And I knew that the market value, he wanted way too much for it. And it was the first appearance of War Machine. I had an experience like that not very long ago. Gentlemen. Yeah, he wanted like $180. I was like, no, 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 no. War Machine is not that expensive. <laughs> no. And I think it was like a fucking 7.5 at that. And I was like, nah, nah. No, we're not doing that. But anyways, the second book that uh, is coming my way is the first appearance of Ronan, which technically would be the first appearance of Maya Lopez, uh, her as Ronan. Um, even though, like, the guise of Ronan was actually, you know, taken um, a couple different ways. Because I know Clinton Barton was uh, Ronan at one point in time. Yeah. and um, I think he was the second one. I believe he was the second one. New Avengers from Marvel now is his first appearance as Ronan. Yeah. Um, I believe fucking uh, Alexei uh, Shostakov, uh, the Red Guardian, was uh, Ronan at one point in time. There's a couple different people. But the, the first full appearance of Ronan, the guys, the Ronan, um, was in um, 
this this book that I got I came fucking it's New Avengers something or other. But um yeah, no. I, I just wanted the first appearance of Ronan because I feel like cause Maya Lopez was announced that she was gonna be in the Hawkeye show, so we're probably gonna see Ronan come back. It's gonna be pretty interesting definitely to see how a lot of these shows start to actually affect like books that you and I um <clears throat> previously could have bought for cover price right and uh, i mean and like probably the, did actually yeah. <laughs> well i know that like they're both slabbed I, I believe the first ronin was like a 9.4 um i just i i can't i'm not buying raw copies anymore it's just not happening uh just too many horror stories um and i mean hell there's actually a couple of different horror stories of slabs uh that are being sold that you know the the um the casing is actually fucked up and somebody's actually slid paper in there and it's not actually, you know, like that at all. Somebody just printed that paper out because the the CGC um, sticker or the emblem on the outside, of the, it's on the outside. Like it's not actually like on that paper. Yeah. So <clears throat> anybody could just like print out, you know, what they want to say on that and then slide it in and slide that case in. And I mean, I've seen a couple different fucking, you know, like the whole fucking side of the thing's cracked. Like somebody's opened it. Which I think yeah, is ridiculous. I'm in a I'm in a few Facebook uh, comic book groups um, when I'm on Facebook, which is rare anymore. Um, where I've seen a couple of horror stories like that, where somebody's bought a, a really high end slab and come to get it in the mail, and it's just it's, the slab's cracked or broken. The book's fine, you know, but but if it's packaged <clears throat> that well, there's no way in fuck that it happened. It through delivery. It yeah. absolutely came that way. And the biggest problem I think with that is you're already paying a premium for the slab book itself, and the next thing you know, you have to pay a premium to get it re-slabbed, and it might come back a different grade at that point. So when you just spent money on a nine point eight, it could come back a nine point six, which doesn't sound like much. But when you actually look at fair market value for some of those books, man, you go from a 9.8 to a 9.6, that's a $200 loss. Right. You know, you could have paid $800 for a book, <clears throat> got it in the mail, had to make an immediate uh, investment of 60 to 70 bucks. And the next thing you know, you know, you have a $200, you have a $200 comic sitting in your lap and you're just like, this is fucking bullshit. Oh, dude, I had like that, that kind of, and I mean, like, it's not that I had that, um, uh, same thing happened. Um, my Darkhawk number one. I did not. I did not realize that there could be air pockets in CGC slabs. That is the first time I've ever fucking seen that. Out of all the well, slabs that I own, that is the first time I've ever seen that. Well, it is. And I was pissed. It's absolutely infinitely possible. However, it has very little impact on the book's long-term safety. So, well, it better not, because I'll freak out. I mean, <laughs> it's just it's it's a book that yes, it is not a it's not it's not a sought-after book. It's not anything big. But the thing is, is like that was something from my childhood that I actually remember having. Mm-hmm. Like I remember owning that book. There's a couple different books that. I I had like uh the first appearance of long shot and that whole entire i had that shit you know what i mean like that's to me that's my childhood that i bought like that's and i heard that you know there was gonna be maybe some kind of speculation that there's gonna be a dark hawk something going on or other but um don't gotta fall, fall for the meme you guys i know you're gonna shit your pants if fucking if and when it's a 90s book, dude. There's millions of copies printed. I I'm hate just to say Spawn. Spawn. Spawn number Spawn. one's a $100 book. 
I think the the more sought after one is the one that has a barcode on the front of it. No, it absolutely is. The the newsstand copy is typically yeah, and the, the direct more, one is like what five bucks. No, no, the direct one's still about eighty to a hundred dollars. The newsstand really? one's about one fifty to two hundred. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's crazy what a barcode has effect wise uh, on a book. Yeah, because they're they're far more limited. Yeah. Um, but I, I just for me, like, you know, the the main purpose of why I like getting the, the ones that have already got the little image on it is because it, it makes the book present well. So Delgado has a preference that leans toward more towards direct editions, while I don't have a preference. Um, I want to have a book to have it, not for um, like aesthetically. Yeah, I do prefer the direct edition. So I do have a preference. It's just not. One where I'll be like, uh, this one's a really good price, but like it's not the direct edition. I'm gonna keep looking, you know. Um, like tomorrow, if I walked into a comic book store tomorrow and I saw, shit, I can't even think of, of a Grail I want anymore. Okay, actually, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> if, I, if I walked in and saw a direct edition of uh, Batman number three fifty-seven, I'd be like, okay, and I'd, I'd cop it right then and there. If I saw a newsstand and it was a decent price, I'd cop it right then and there. <laughs> You know, I'm not going to be picky about, you know, whether or not there's a Captain America's face or a Batman sigil or something like that in that box because the box is still there. Uh, aesthetically, it, it makes very little difference to me at this point. Right. Um, but I definitely understand the preference because I do like looking there and I do like seeing that sigil instead of the barcode because the barcode reminds me that it was a it was a consumer purchase. It was it was something that, you know, wasn't you know the artist's idea when they drew that cover and that always bums me out how much of an artist's idea for a cover is taken up by something that's not art yeah <clears throat> so have you watched any good shows lately um i actually closing out 2020 have you any mind fuckery of like a show that is gonna be forever cemented into your brain that was 2020. That show right there, like, fuck, man. That show came out in 2020. So, actually, there's been two so far uh, that I've watched in 2020 that I've thoroughly enjoyed and can't wait for the premiere of the next season. Um, one is a show known as Prodigal Son. Um, watch it. That's fine. It's it, it flew fairly significantly under the radar, which bums me out because it's a very well-written, very well-acted television series that um you know i can't get enough of um as far as other ones you know there's been a couple more but nothing that i can really speak on because they didn't premiere in 2020 um the new new season of discovery star trek discovery has been mind-blowing uh shut up i don't (laughs) care um but prodigal son reigns 2020 to me right now all right so with that being said I'm going to tell you about a show that you are going to love, which we kind of talked a little bit on the phone when you're on your way here. Alice in Borderland is like a live action fucking anime, and it is fucking amazing. <laughs> I only remember the, the main character's name, which I feel really bad, but at the same time, like, I'm kind of dyslexic, so, like, I just... I feel like when you're watching a show... Like, that I just... can't really, like, yeah, no. I feel like when you're watching a show that just kind of drags you in, names 
cease to matter as much as but they're really long and complicated (laughs) so that's like it's not like dave or peter you know what i mean like it's like like not very memorable names oh yeah that dude that punched that other guy his name was bob but the the main the main premise of this show it it rings so many bells like where it has a lot of like similarities to dead man in wonderland or dead man wonderland um where it's like a fucking it's it's a savage as fuck dude it's like if you could imagine what the hunger games would be like in japan it's that but it's fucking amazing right okay so alice in borderland follows uh three friends the main character's name is erisu erisu i believe i believe that's what his name is um i might be mispronouncing it so i apologize if i am but i don't care right now because i'm trying to explain this (laughs) So it follows him, and and he's like a slacker, right? He's just like your average Japanese, like you know, anime character slacker. Uh, he just he hasn't got his life figured out at all. He likes gaming. That's all he does. Um, he's got two friends. One of his friends, I believe, I'm not, I might be mistaken, but it, I think his name is Kubara, but I, I think it's <laughs> fucking wrong. It's something close to that. It's very similar to that, um, but. He's like, you know, the brawler, uh, best friend that, you know, runs, like, he works at a bar. And, uh... Is this a sequel to Yu Yu Hakusho? No, 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 no. (laughs) Um, I promise it's not. But, like, he's got a love interest that works at the bar. And she's, you know, the barmaid or whatever. And then they've got this other slack, or this other friend that I don't really... I think he's, like, an... Fuck. He's an IT guy. That's what Mm -hmm. he is. He's an IT guy. He's, like, really, you know, just, like, he's, like, the black sheep of the group. Like, they're just, like, he's the nerdy, like, very nerdy, not cool nerdy type style character. Well, they notice fireworks at the beginning of the show, right? They come together, um, their lives are kind of falling apart and shit. And, uh, you know, they're hanging out in the middle of fucking, um, oh, fuck, what is the name of that fucking, that main Japanese, Shibuya? Yeah. Shibuya? <clears throat> Yeah, that that main area where like there's cars and everything like and people like constantly just like flooded that whole area, and uh, they noticed fireworks going off, right? And it was weird because it's during the day, and they fucking they're they're having this heartfelt moment where you know they pick up the, the slacker friend because like you know he's he's down on us uh, you know he's down on himself, and he they're like you know they're trying to make him have a good time and then like you know like. He's just caught in the moment. Like, you know, they pick him up on his shoulders and, like, they're, you know, talk, you know, the swing, they, you know, turn him around and shit. And, like, they're all having fun and shit. Well, then, you know, cars, like, the, the fireworks are going off, distracts them. And then, like, fucking, there's, like, cars, like, you know, they've, it's green. You know what I mean? So, like, everybody's already cleared out of the street. They're not paying attention at all. They almost get ran over. So they cause a wreck, like a pileup. And then they run. And they see the police coming out, and they run past the police. They think they're in trouble, and they go hide in a stall in the bathroom somewhere, like you know, public uh, public stall. And then the lights go out, and they're like, "What the fuck?" Their phone stopped working. They come out of the stall. Everybody's gone. Everybody vanished, gone. And they're like, "What the fuck?" So they're searching. Like I think it might have been like a day or two. Like they're searching, they're searching. They can't find anybody. Well. There is a group of people that have been transported. I don't know how. I don't know how this is going on. I have a theory, but I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> um, so basically these people, and it's almost kind of like Gantz, like people that just like, you know, appear in this other world and there's all these different like fucking main factions of, you know, Japan where these 
games are going on, right? Yeah. And they're death games. Like, you have to win. Like, you have to survive. Like, death games. Um, I won't get into that because that's going to be ruining it. But it, the consistency is so fucking, like, it is captivating as fuck. Like, it's almost like Saw. Like, the traps are almost like Saw, but they're like, it's like Hunger Games. Because, like, you're competing against all these different people that are, like, and, you, and the way that they, because uh, they, they only have so many days on their visa or they die. So they have to compete in these games to earn extra days on their visa. Shit. Right? And and all these games are like limited to playing cards. So uh, hearts are like a deck of cards. Like hearts are like betrayal. Like it's a betrayal game. And the higher the number, the more fucked up the game is. And <clears throat> I can't remember what the other three are. Uh, I think diamonds might be team, like a team effort type of deal. I'll explain one game. I'll explain one game, and it is the most gut-wrenching fucking game, and it's gonna it's gonna suck you in. Even if I fucking tell you this, you're gonna want to watch it because there's only eight episodes, but it's phenomenal. So okay, so this game is called uh, hold on uh, hide and seek, right? And it has to deal with a wolf and three sheep, right? So naturally, you know, you want to be the one to hide be- from the wolf. Right? Yeah. Well, they've got these, <laughs> it's these three characters, and they've <laughs> met this other female. She kind of explains, and they use phones, right? At every game location, there's phones set up, and that's how they track you to play these games. And they go up, and there's like this table full of like fucking just, you know, just instruments where you can kill somebody with. And they're like, what the fuck? And like, they've got these VR like headsets and shit that, you know, you have to put on, and it locks like a fucking, you know, collar on you, and like it has. Like a facial recognition like thing where like if it if it points to you, then you become the wolf. Right? Oh. So the object of the game they're thinking is okay, the sheep should run from the wolf. The last person that's the wolf gets to live. So Shit. this entire time they're like, they don't understand what's going on. And then they find out, and it's just like it's so fucking gut-wrenching. I'm like, no! No! Like, I just, oh my god, dude. Like, it is fucking crazy. Like, the games in it is just fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous, like, times a thousand. So, to explain something to the listener, um, Delgado, his taste in anime and, and, yeah, just anime, because your TV show taste is completely different from what you like in anime. Um, the more dark and twisted the anime is the more likely it is that delgado will watch it in full <laughs> um like dead man wonderland i think i'm not entirely convinced is not your favorite anime of all time like i am fairly convinced that you you love that anime more than you love any other anime you've ever watched because it is so fucking dark it is very dark <clears throat> it is very dark and this show is very fucking dark um you just you gotta watch it for yourself. It's called Alice in Borderland. It's already renewed for a second season. It is fucking crazy. Like all the characters, like I'm telling you, and I think it's based off of like a three episode short anime, but I believe that there's a long lasting manga that's going on right now. So Do you know if I get hooked on this <laughs> and I end up watching it? You're gonna so watch the entire you're gonna watch it in its entirety. You're not I'm, gonna just sit down and watch one so episode. When you get woke up at three o'clock in the morning because I'm blowing up your fucking phone telling you I hate you, 
just understand <laughs> uh, that it's all your fucking fault. But I'm just saying, like, I'm telling you right now, like, everything that's in a good anime, the hyperviolence, the character fucking development, the girls, <laughs> there is plenty. Dude, okay, so there is a fucking location where all these people have come together to work as one. And I think I believe they call it the uh, the beach. The beach is the yeah the beach, and their one rule is the guy that runs it. That's like the president or the head or whatever the fuck they call him, uh, the leader. The one rule is is that you have to wear beach clothes at the beach. Oh Jesus Christ! Have to because you cannot conceal <clears throat> a weapon, and it's it's ran by a faction of army grunts that maintain order, and they're the only ones that can have weapons. There is so much betrayal. There's so much blood. Like, oh my fucking god, dude. Like, the second game, like, the second game will have you fucking, like, riddled <laughs> with, like, what's next? What's next? And then it even gives you, like, a fucking post-credit, like, in look into the next season. Oh, shit. And it's, like, mind-fucking-blown. Mind-fucking-blown. Like, I was just, like, flabbergasted at how fucking well this was shot. It's English it's English dubbed, so you don't have to worry about fucking, you know, the subtitles and shit like that. Yeah, the mouth movements are off, but the fighting the fighting is fucking glorious. The fucking it's just amazing. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. You I'm just like fucking I give it a million out of ten. A million out of ten. Like I cannot fucking wait for the second season. At all. Um I just recently purchased a movie. Which I almost purchased another movie at Walmart. Um, I almost well, purchased Tenet. Hold on a fucking second. You paid money for a movie? I did. I did my research this time. It's not on Netflix. It's not on Hulu. And I'm not really going to rely on my streaming service that I have because it, it, it lags a lot. Um, <laughs> so I almost fucking bought Tenet. Decided against that because I was like, this just, it's just too, it, too much. It's, uh, a it's lot. Chris, Christopher Nolan. It has to do like uh, my brain is linking it to fucking Inception. Has to. Um, now, I ended up buying another movie called Possessor, right? And I guess it's basically like fucking assassins that like get can like they get re like fucking. Um, What is the word? Like, they get re-fucking... Possessed? Mm, not really. <laughs> they, they Like, it generates a whole new body. Yeah, it's... I can't think of the word. But, it, yeah, it's... it's It seems like a mindfuckery. Regenerated? Yeah, like, generated. Yeah. But it's, like, supposed to be twisted and all kinds of fucked up. And, like, I mean, it's just right up my alley. Still have not watched it. I can't wait to give a fucking review on that the next time that we have a fucking... Uh, podcast but i Which, just i want to talk about that really quick um so episodes have been sporadic obviously all of you guys understand holidays stuff like that kind of took a lot covid of covid kind of took a lot of wind out of our sails because i had a couple of scares um and i don't want to risk you know delgado or his family's safety <clears throat> stuff like that and we're still trying to figure out I would like to figure out how to do this remotely just in case something like that happens again so that way we get, we don't deprive you guys of content. Um, however, uh, that would also require Delgado to understand uh, technology. Yeah. Which is... Meh. Which is Meh. like asking a, a giraffe 
uh, how to, um, you know, uh, do calculus. Um, so I don't know why that hurt. Giraffe. That hurt. That hurt. You know I love you, know? you dude, but that damn, hurt. like you, you, you call me from that phone. And you can't even explain why it randomly starts pressing keypad buttons. My so, face, it's fat. I, that doesn't matter. <laughs> Phone screens automatically lock when you hold them up to your face. No, they open up. My face is just skilled, bro. That's, it's skilled. <laughs> but. But that, anyway. Yeah, but anyway. Um, how do you feel that fucking WandaVision is going to be coming out in the next couple weeks? Bro. Like. We're going to be seeing a lot of fuckery going on. And it's going to be the beginning, the start of everything. Because Marvel had to shuffle around all kinds of shit so that way all this shit happens, like, without error. Granted, they do have their hiccups. I give them that. But, I mean, the budget. You know what I mean? They've, they've got a lot of shit going on at once. So they've got, you know, it's it's understandable. Bro, I'm so excited. But we're getting fucking Tobey Maguire back. We're getting Andrew Garfield back. We're getting them all fucking back. And it's going to be... We're going to get fucking Carnage with Venom. And hopefully we got Tom Holland in that movie. <laughs> linking all that shit together. Nobody cares about Morbius, so fuck that movie. <laughs> uh, Jared Leto, uh, Leto. Leto. Stiletto. The cult leader. Whatever his fucking name is. You <laughs> just go away. Please, God. We don't want you no more. Hey, if that movie bombs... No, not if. When that movie bombs... Do you think they'll finally stop casting Leto in fucking comic book movies? I don't know. Like, I can't even really fucking remember a good movie besides Lord of War. Fight Club. Uh, he didn't really have much of a role, but Lord of War, like, he was like a junkie brother that sold fucking, you know, guns and, like, he was fucking up deals for his brother and shit. He was also that, that movie really fucking, it was good because fucking Nicolas Cage was a fucking beast. <clears> my movie. favorite movies that he's in, he either gets the shit kicked out of him or he gets murdered by an axe. So, mm. American Psycho, dude. Yeah. He gets yeah. jacked up in that movie. Panic Room. Also facts. <laughs> um, Why did you do that to him? I wanted to destroy something beautiful. Mm-hmm. That movie was so good. Fucking, uh, let's see. Pick through the brains. Okay, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite lately. What have you been doing besides working? I mean, primarily working. Um, I've been on vacation, so I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I actually, I got a new game for Christmas called The Outer Worlds. Mm -hmm. um, it was developed by Obsidian, who made uh, Fallout New Vegas, which is my favorite Fallout game. And, you know, if that doesn't get some interaction on our Facebook page, I don't know what the fuck will. Um... I love Fallout New Vegas, uh, but Outer Worlds is a perfect video game. Really? I have no complaints about it, which usually, like, even my favorite video game series of all time, Borderlands, I still have things I nitpick about that series. Oh, I wish they had done this differently. Oh, I wish this environment looked a little bit different. I wish this was interactable. Um, with Outer Worlds, dude, I, I go through it, and I'm just having a fucking blast so i play it when i get home from work or something like that and um it's just been it's been really nice um it, it's been one of those games where i actually feel like everything i do affects something else um like it did when i was playing infamous uh so i've been doing a lot of that and uh listening to a lot of records because i also got some new speakers for my record player for christmas which has been pretty cool nice um 
But yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck it. No, dude. I fucked up. I fucked up big time. Uh, okay. So, you know how impatient I can be. Yeah. Um, what you do. So, Fortnite. <laughs> There's an anime character on there that I fucking want badly. Um, I'm two levels away right now. The sad thing is, is I've already bought levels to get to this point, and I still had to grind XP to get there. I just suck at the game. Um, so I bought 25 levels, um, and I got like maybe within spitting distance of the beginning of the start of the game, the battle pass of that level of you know achievements to get those char- that character. Still two away, but did not think about that. The higher level that you are. They put you in, like, matches where you are fucking with people that are, like, uh, past 100. (laughs) So, did not think that through. Just wanted the character. I do want Baby Yoda, but that's level 100. Um, Yeah, I fucked up. And it's way harder to get, like, harder to get XP now. Um, Because here's what you do. (laughs) You you message me tonight when I go home. And we will hop on and I'll help you grind. <laughs> yeah, because I've been playing like fucking re- like just ridiculous amounts. It's always more fun with friends. Yeah. And trust me, like it's just it. Yeah, it's just been. Plus, ridiculous. I need a break from Outer Worlds, man. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of that, I mean, Christmas was all right. You know, yeah. COVID. You know, I that got, was weird. I got the final season of Arrow on Blu-ray. I got sweatpants. <laughs> I got sweatpants and I got a fire pit. Yep. Shout out to the bestie, right? The bestie of the besties got me a fire pit. So, summertime, we're going to be having bonfires out here and uh, it's not going to be a burn barrel. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. What else did I get? I got some comic books that were grab bags. That my mother-in-law got me. Uh, also got some weed. I think that was like the main takeaway. But I can't smoke it. Um, because, you know, trying to to do things with, with clean pee. Uh, <laughs> until I can figure out the whole mechanics behind um, testings and stuff like that. So, right now it's just going to chill. <laughs> uh, let's see. Outside of that, what else Here's what you I do. Get? <laughs> you, uh, you peel an apple. And you put the weed inside the same jar with the peeled apples apple skins but do it but it'll make it taste like apples uh, see I just I keep them in pill bottles it masks the smell. I know you do <laughs> I've, I've been around for that so that's fine so what you do is you peel little itty bitty oranges instead and you shove it inside I that pill cuties. bottle <laughs> <laughs> but uh no I'm not gonna I mean, I do have the cuties, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put the slices in there. You should, man. It's, it's fucking fantastic. It was probably one of the best ideas I've ever had. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so now that we're pretty much just kind of winging this whole entire fucking podcast like we normally do, but this time we have absolutely. I'm turning my brightness it. down so that way I don't have to lose my battery. Jesus Christ. Fuck your brightness. Trying to make sure that this doesn't die and we lose everything. Nah, it'll be all right. Um, no, games. We just talked about games. What else is there to talk about? Man, fuck 2020. That, this whole fucking year shit. sucked, dude. 
This whole fucking year sucks. Good fucking riddance to 2020. Yes. Yes. But we just know that 2021 is going to be the exact same if not worse. It's going to be so bad. Because the new normal is already... It's already took... It's took... By storm. It's, it's, it's fucking never going away. Everybody's germaphobes. So... Uh... New, uh, let's see here. New person that I started listening to lately, uh, Oliver Tree. Have you listened to Oliver Tree? Mm-hmm. So fucking like, oh my god, dude! Like he's a fucking clown. He's a fucking clown. <laughs> I fucking love everything about that dude. He's just he's so fucking funny. So I actually, I actually found out about a new artist. I think you might really enjoy. Yeah. Uh, Hilo Rain. H y l o r a y n e. You're gonna have to send that to me. I will. That's, ew, dude, I saw that shit. Oh, dude, Gross. that was bad. That COVID, hurt. man. Fuck me. Ew. Was that part of your fucking brain? <laughs> it just fucking came out of your nose? Disgusting. Oh, God fuck. damn it. <laughs> dude, Put that just... back where it came from. Or so help me. <laughs> so help me. <laughs> you are Mike Wazowski. Yeah. So that makes you Sully. <laughs> yeah, big... And fluffy. <laughs> the and fluffy the, you got right. <laughs> and the smarter half of this pair. Oh my god. Get Boom! out of here. Get out of here. Um Do I just sneeze so hard my arm hurts. <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty much just fucking rambling at this point. I know, dude. It, um, this happened really early into this episode too, which is I think the funniest part. Yeah, I know. And everybody's just gonna be like, this is like the worst episode ever. <laughs> no. No. No, the conspiracy episode. Well, I mean, like, fucking, I mean, the last episode we made, like, extremely fucking long. Eh. Eh. Uh, also, the one before that where Anchor decided it didn't want us talking anymore. Yeah. That, that was kind of bad. That sucked. <laughs> At this point, um, I mean, there really hasn't been shit going on. Um, yeah, you know, like, when we were doing the Guild, man, we always had something new to talk about. With yeah. this, we we have to ask each other, hey, what do we want to talk about? With the guild, it was like, all right, we're going to touch base on this, 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 and this. We're also going to revisit this, this, and this. You know? Yeah. So hopefully, here's to hoping 2021 is a little bit better in terms of, like, our culture. So that way we can have a constant stream of content. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, there's not really too much that has happened. I mean, Mulan, nobody watched that. <laughs> I mean, if they did, they're stupid because now it's free. It was bad. Like, they paid $30 for something that that that's just it's free now. So, yeah, that's a thing that happened. But, yeah. <laughs> so, just to let everybody know, there have been many occurrences as to why the editing on this completely sounds like garbage. Um, and shit's not lining up is because I think the forces are against us tonight. It's because we're talking so much shit about 2020, dude. Okay, so we were literally talking for 20 minutes after the Mulan thing uh, was said, uh, and it recorded none of it. Uh, Prior to that, um, we had to pause the recording for, what was it, 20 to 30 minutes uh, for other random shit to happen. So tonight, this episode's going to sound like trash. (laughs) Um, Trash talk. And I'm calling it right now, episode oh. 2020, Trash Talk. So yeah, that's a thing. That's why we sound a little off our game. 
is then like, we're also freezing. That's not that true. That's also remodeling true. upstairs in my fucking upstairs, and we are out in my garage, and it's like I'm pretty sure it's like negative thirty degrees out here, and we're like dying. We haven't been out in your garage since the sun, like since we started. I can see shit. my breath. It's bad. It is very bad. Um, so, so we're gonna try to just like revisit a couple of a things that we couple talked about. Of different but I don't things. Think we're I don't think we're gonna go as in depth. I think well, no, we'll, we'll end up going as in depth as we did. We always do that. Let's be real. So let's stretch the fucking Mandalorian one more time. <laughs> one more time, shall we? Okay. So spoiler alert spoiler for those alert. who haven't seen the end of season two. Uh, so again, this is your last chance. Do not listen further. Get out. If you have not seen the last Get episode out. of season two, pause here, watch the last episode of season two, come back, listen to the rest of the podcast, because I promise you it's going to sound chopped and screwed anyway, so it won't matter. Won't matter. Not at all. See, I'm, I'm, we got to get our shit together, dude. The, the second that we do the next podcast, we got to be professional as shit. Phone's going to be on 100%. I'm going to bring a backup charger with me. Yes. Um, I'm going to leave this plugged in up there just in case. <laughs> uh, and who knows? Maybe with my stimmy check, I might go ahead and actually buy some real podcast equipment. That'd yeah, be probably, that would be... Yeah. Probably a good idea, wouldn't it? Probably. I think I like that idea a lot. So, um, The Mandalorian. Luke Skywalker's back, right? Um, Grogu goes off with fucking Luke Skywalker. Which... Uh, Delgado and I mentioned Delgado mentioned and now I kind of agree with him uh, after looking back on it kind of causes a pretty big plot hole with the just a little bit sequel trilogy just, just a little bit I think they're what they're trying to do is retcon I believe slowly but surely I think they're trying to retcon small piece after piece that makes sense uh, because you know um, what I've heard um, what I remember is that Kylo Ren was actually the first Padawan or the one that was first taught by Luke um, not Grogu so, with that being said, I'm pretty sure Grogu's not one of the knights around. <laughs> so, wait, what if he is? Nah, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I like that idea a lot. So, Ahsoka Tano was fucking amazing, right? Yeah. Amazing. Can't wait for her season, her, her, her series to start. Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, that's going to be amazing. Totally fucking on board for the Boba Fett train. Um... Totally fucking knew that he survived. We're going to end up getting a Mace Windu series. I can almost guarantee it. If everybody thought that fucking Boba Fett was dead, Mace Windu's getting his own series. Sorry about you. Sorry about you. Yeah, not going to happen. It's it's going to happen. But it's it's, it's not going to happen to the point where, like, it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? It's going to happen. <laughs> um, maybe we'll get to see him become a great Jedi. Who knows? That'd be pretty neat. Um... Kenobi is going to be confusing uh, because it's it's taking place right in between uh, Revenge of the Sith and New Hope. So the aging factor might be a little weird. Um, and the whole, you know, him, you know, Kenobi not, you know, um, seeing Anakin, I believe, or fighting with Anakin, however the fuck that was worded, um, since, you know, their battle on Mustafar. So we're just going to have to see how that plays out. Uh, I hope they do Hayden Christensen uh, justice. Um, because I really liked him as Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you heard it here. People like Hayden Christensen yeah, as yeah, yeah. Anakin. If you don't, you're wrong. Ah, don't play footsies with me. Shut up. Um. Anyways, have you played Cyberpunk? I have not. I haven't either. And I'll tell you why. 
Because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking pay money to play basically a futuristic Grand Theft Auto. Um, I, I do plan on playing it. Uh, I'm going to buy it for PC, though, because Get out of here. Uh, current Get out. build on uh, current-gen consoles uh, is garbage. So my plan is to buy it for my PC and play it. Uh, I've heard really great things about the game, and I do absolutely intend on playing it. I've been wanting to play it since it was originally announced. I think it looks great. Um, the tabletop game it's based on is also great. Um, so I do aim to play it and I think it's going to be a good experience. I just, I'm not eager to play it on current gen consoles. Hmm. So. I'm trying to think, uh, outside of that, what else that we were talking about? Because, you know, we, we have a good 20 minutes of just airtime that we just fucking forgot about. Completely lost. Totally gone forever. Never coming back. Um. Oh God, I don't want to die. I don't know. 2020 is fucking Left 4 Dead 3 never came out. Um, uh, yes and no. Uh, there's actually a new game by the same people who, the same team that made Left 4 Dead, and it plays just like Left 4 Dead. World War Z? No. Because that game fucking sucks. I love that game, but. It, fuck, you can't jump. <laughs> you, you can't, can't fucking jump in that fine. game. But when I fi- when I remember what the title of the game is, that's uh, it's a Left 4 Dead uh, spiritual successor. I will definitely tell you because it's available now. Like it Free? is for sale currently. Now. God damn it! Well, I do get paid tomorrow, so fuck it. There you go, bud. I know. So, with that being said, um, this scraping is, the bottom of the barrel here. Fucking, I mean, yeah, like we, like twenty twenty has been so hard on our culture that it's been hard to, um, not only like when we were doing the when we were doing the guild. We had a constant stream of stuff to talk about. We never, we never failed to have something new to discuss. I, I, I think that was a lot because of me, though. No. I did do a lot of the plotting behind that. Yes, but what I mean is, we all, there was always something new from nerd culture to come out. Yes, that's true. Um, right now, everything's just pushed back. Which I did see test footage for Shang Chi, and it looks amazing. Probably the first appearance of Shang Chi is probably out of my reach. By now, uh, which kind of sucks because, you know, I think that book was like literally pennies on the dollar. Uh, now it's going to be blown out of proportion. Um, but it's going to be more like a, like, I, I feel like it's going to be like one of those anime Marvel-esque type shows. Yeah. Which on Netflix, they actually released the fucking DVDs uh, or the, the, the series of the DVDs that I bought like forever ago of the anime Marvel shows. So that's also, if you want to look into that on, on Netflix, because I thought that was amazing. They were really good. Oh, uh, yes. Um, Wolverine wasn't very good. It was, <laughs> it wasn't. It was like the, the, the worst of them. I mean, <coughs> Iron Man was pretty shitty. Uh, my favorite one was X-Men. Fair. Then Blade. And then they can fight after that one who takes the place after that for third, because <laughs> they, they both really weren't that great. Which I'm excited for the new Blade show or the new Blade movie coming out with um, Marshall Ali. Yes, him. How do you think this is all going to connect? I don't. Is this going to be like its own separate like Marvel Knights like fucking like universe? So we talked or... about that during the last podcast. I personally believe that the new Blade movie, as well as a couple of other. Um, I think a couple of the shows are going to tie into the same like imprint of the Marvel Studios uh, thing. 
Uh, it's not going to be titled Marvel Knights, but I think it's going to be something very similar to it, where they're not going to tie into the overall base universe, but they're going to have their own shared universe that we don't really get to see much of. Well, I think that, you know, Blade is going to be a big deal because of the Black Panther, you know, taking a fall. You know what I mean? Without having Chad, um, I really don't know what life is now. (laughs) Because it's just like, they're not going to replace him. And it sucks. Because it's like, when Paul Walker died, and they were like, oh yeah, by the way, we're making another Fast and Furious movie. And Paul Walker is going to be in it. And I'm like, what? (laughs) What? He's dead. How does this work? So that's why I was kind of apprehensive because I was like, I know they're not going to do him like that. That's just ridiculous to, to watch him die all over again. You can't, you can't really do that. However, comma, <clears throat> they could take the Paul Walker approach where they do do the CGI and he exits the Marvel Cinematic Universe and he's not actually dead. He's just not there. Like yeah. he just, they, they find a way to computer generize, generate his face on somebody else's body and they he takes a leave of absence and he leaves Wakanda to somebody else. I think that is probably the best way to fucking do it. I don't think they're going to do it that way, but I, I feel like that would be better writing because you can't just say that he died in action and then we're picking up years after. Yeah. Um, even though they, they, it's just it's going to take a lot more time and effort, but with that being said, Blade... Being the African American that he is, the character, he's gonna be the new hope of that race. You know what I mean? That culture, people are gonna look up to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how they did with the Black Panther, which granted he was not an anti, like an anti-hero. Does Blade really count as an anti-hero? I mean, he's not. I'm sure he does CD deals with vampires. I mean, you know what I mean? But okay, so my. My definition and understanding of a anti-hero is, yes, he kills bad guys, but Blade's bad guys are literally revenants. They're they're the undead. Do they count? Do we do we chastise him for killing vampires? Because he doesn't kill humans. Well, you know, I mean, I never read too much into the comic books to really know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know Blade's character other than Wesley Snipes movies. Yeah. That's all I know of Blade. And, like, once or twice in the Spider-Man series when he was in the show. Like, that's all I fucking remember of Blade. Um, now, the guy that you said that was the best Kingpin, he's actually supposedly, like, he's in talks with Marvel to be in the Spider-Man. Vincent D'Onforio? Yeah. He, so that's going to be interesting. I, it's a toss-up for me between him and Michael Clark Duncan. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan, rest in peace. Um... But I, I do think that they both had qualities that definitely gave a lot to the character of Kingpin. See, and the thing is, is a lot of people like to hate on Ben Affleck for that whole that whole movie. But if you just watch it, not as a superhero movie, but just a, a movie. Never again. Cinematically, it was a decent movie for the time. Like, it was just, it was. Like, I, I have to give it to him. Like, it, it, it took Daredevil from a different perspective because he had that reservation Daniel Cox he had that reservation because like he had already had his name ran through the mud you know what I mean like fucking people were like this guy is a bad guy 
Like, why are we praising him? Even though he's taking out bad guys, he's still a bad guy. Like, he is, you know, and, like, he even references that, you know, when he ends up beating up one of the fucking bad guys and the kid comes out, he's like, I'm not the bad guy. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of, it fucks with your head, you know what I mean? Because, like, he's like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? You know what I mean? I just, to me, like, I felt like it was it was a good iteration of Daredevil, Matt Murdock. Yes, Charlie Cox was a little bit more, the fighting was a lot better. The storyline was better, but yeah, Marvel invested better. more time into that show to make it that good. That's now, if Marvel actually gave a fuck about Daredevil back then, we well, might have actually had something. You know what I mean? Wasn't, it wasn't a Marvel movie, and that's why. So, I mean, it was still Marvel. It was still it was a still Marvel, Marvel related property, movie, but yeah. it was just yeah. But I mean, it was about just as good as like X Men. You know, when X Men first came out. Yeah, and I hated those movies too. See now. <laughs> There's just a certain element of those movies. Like, when I saw Alan Cummings as fucking Nightcrawler, perfect casting. Perfect casting. I was waiting for Colossus to be Colossus, and then when we saw him in fucking Last Stand, I was like, fuck this movie. <laughs> Terrible. Kelsey Grammer was great as Beast. Love that. Um, I think we should probably touch base on um- Umbrella Academy for a second. Oh, we haven't. We I don't know if we've really talked too much about it. I know that we've. I think we've touched base on Stranger Things. We referenced it once because I came over wearing my Umbrella Academy jacket, and we talked about it for like two minutes, and that was it. Maybe I don't know, but singularly my favorite comic book show. Very good. The second season was. It was a lot different. The first season was definitely better. The second season was more. You know, very. Klaus is leading a cult, man. Come on, that was badass. I mean, yes, but it was just weird seeing him out of time like that. Yeah. So, the biggest thing that I am, I think maybe we should touch base on is the gender transition of Ellen Page. Elliot Page. Previously Ellen Page, now Elliot Page. How do you think that's going to transition? Uh, he's already said that he will continue play, playing uh, playing female the character roles. as a female. Um, I don't think that they have any plans on transitioning that character to a male to follow Elliot Page's transition into a male. Um, right. Because Elliot Page is anything if not an amazing actor who cherishes their roles. Now, um, I'm not trying to bash, but I was never really a big Ellen Page fan. To begin with, I and I that's fine. Like um, her first like outing was hard candy, and that was just like a no no for me. I don't deal well with like the whole, yeah, that whole the p word, the the p word, Ryan, the p word, the the pedophiles. Oh, because okay. that's that's essentially what that movie was about. Um, and then fast forward through time, I literally just remember her, him. Please start referring him. to him by his pronouns. Still, X-Men. Like, I don't remember anything, like, in between that, memorable at all. And that's fine, because I don't think he, he had great access to a whole lot of roles, because, you know, he was compared to Elliot, like, he was compared to, like, Michael Sarah a lot, you know, like, especially, like... I mean, he was in Juno, so... Yeah, and that's <laughs> fine, and so, like, but I think he, his role... Which I guess was a decent movie. Yeah, and he, he has acting chops for days, like, he's a great actor, he just kept getting handed shit roles, and I value his commitment to his acting abilities 
by consistently being in, in movies that I think he he lifted up with his abilities. Um, and Umbrella Academy is no exception to that rule. You know, um, his role in Super, you know, it, he played a very That's good... That's true. Okay, yeah, I gave you that. <sighs> Man. It was a very <clears throat> weird, off-putting, very aggressive movie that had a lot of really weird things in it see i can't say too much about <clears throat> that because i mean like she was he was thank you sorry uh very attractive in that movie um it's just weird to say now because i don't like that <laughs> but um yeah very weird very yeah this is weird on the tongue um <clears throat> i can't really say too much because there's actually a trans character in alice in borderland did not know until towards the end. It was like a like a side twist. And I was like, whoa. I, I don't like, know how to feel about this now because like this whole entire time I'm like, now I'm questioning everything. I like that <laughs> mainstream culture has started to accept transgender um characters and actors as well as they have very hot characters, by the way. <laughs> uh fuck. I oh man. I can't remember the name of the character now. A different, another one that the, it was hard to pronounce. But, anyways, still something that we should probably have to touch base on. It's just you know people aren't really gonna give a fuck anyways. But I mean to us that was something that was you know happened. Um, to me, I think that you know I don't think that Elliot's transition uh, to their true selves is really going to affect the storytelling in Umbrella Academy all that much. Because I really don't think that they're going to try to make change the story. Well, I mean, they didn't really sexualize her. You know what I mean? She was just kind of blah. So, like, she wasn't, like, overly, you know, primped to impress as, like, a character that, you know, was... So I think Elliot's still going to do the honor to that role that he was in the first and second season. And don't get me wrong. She's probably... He is... God damn it. It's okay. He is probably still going to get shitty roles after this. So, it's just... It's going to be... I I, I do hope that his roles are he starts to be a little bit more selective with them um, but for all I know he may have loved the roles he took and the movies just weren't what I or you liked for him um, so that's a big thing for me but anyway uh, Umbrella Academy is great if you guys haven't watched it please do yes it's it's, really, it's very good I never thought in a million years it would happen but yeah it did give me both I really hope that they actually end up doing Killjoys. I would they really will. Like to see that. They will. Like I said, this it's going to be a big time for comic book nerds next year. Oh, uh, Doom Patrol and Titans are also really great. I uh, those basically both of those shows basically saved my 2020 because uh, during the shutdown I binge watched both of them. They're both great. Both seasons are amazing. Give them a shot as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I really didn't get past the first couple episodes of both. And that's fine. But it's uh, just, it's, it's it's DC to me, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, eh. Yeah. I don't really get too into DC like that's that. That's fine. Um, but, I mean, yeah, there's not really fucking much at all. There's another fucking Mission Impossible coming out, if anybody gives a fuck about that. I don't. Uh, <clears throat> Willy's Wonderland is going to be like a new... Uh, like par- it's not like a parody, but it's like a rip off of like you know Five Nights at Freddy's with Nicolas Cage being the janitor or security guard or whatever the fuck, and he's gonna be trapped in this you know restaurant amusement thing with these animatronics that are trying to kill him and like some teenagers. 
So uh, Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah, essentially that. Which, I mean, Blumhouse is still doing that. So that's going to be weird to have those two competing because there's not going to be competition at all. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, we did touch base on The the Matrix. Scream 5. Uh, we, I think we that was one of the things that we were talking about that got cut off. Um, and Halloween... Those movies are just getting done to hell. Uh, they just got to stop doing those. There's another fucking Leatherface. Ah! There is one fucking movie. Saw a trailer. There's going to be a reboot, remake of Wrong Turn. And it looks fucking good. Like, okay, I have not seen a trailer that shook me since... This bad since fucking uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the, the remake of uh, with Jessica Biel. Okay. You remember that how that trailer was just like weird because it had like that old flashy uh, camera squeal, and like it just kept jumping scenes. It's like me, like the the way that this trailer shot, like it's just like oh my god, dude! I think they did it. Like this is like one of those movies that I could totally foresee becoming like a, a you know a franchise again. Like I could see this happening. I fucking hope not. But I like the first one. I know. I like the do. first. I mean, I like the first movie. It got really fucking stupid after the first movie, but if they kept the the consistency of the first movie, it would have been a lot better. Definitely a lot better than fucking uh, The Hills Have Eyes, which I was never down with the original. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, the second one was way too twisted because, you know, there was a an R.A.P.E. scene in that that was just a little bit unnerving to where it's just like, all right. What am I watching? What's what? What kind of smut am I watching? <laughs> you know, they could honestly never do a scene like that in any other movie. They ever. can't do that now. Well, I mean, they can, but not in theaters. It will never. It will never pass. Either way, I just if if you have a movie, if you have a movie and you have include a scene with some type of violent sexual content, I'm not gonna watch your movie. It's. I mean, dumb. I'll also probably watch it. I'm just saying, like, you know, I've watched a lot of fucked up shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a Serbian film. Yeah. Uh, fucking uh, brain fart here. Because uh, I'm old. While Hold he's on. thinking give about Give it that. a second. Give it a second. It's coming. It's coming. I can feel it. <laughs> I can feel it. It's on the... Uh, uh, <laughs> turn Super Saiyan and shit. Uh, when, you, when you give yourself up, uh, like, not a sacrifice, but a... Uh, not a tribute, but a... Uh, those are literally the two words that I No, use. there's another fucking word. Oh, this sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> no. It happened again. Not this bad since Open Lead. God damn it. Uh, it starts with an M. Uh, not Matador. Martyr. Martyrs. Oh, okay. Martyrs. Yes. Martyrs. That movie was fucked up. You want fucked up? Watch Martyrs. <laughs> that movie was fucked. It only took you two minutes to get there, but I got there. But anyways, <laughs> Martyrs was fucked up, dude. Okay, like I mean, fucked up. Like there's like this this cult group that believes in a higher like belief system where if you torture a body to the point of like literal death, that they get to this catatonic state where they can drift between our world and the next world. So what they have done was they they kidnap people and they torture them for like days on end until they get enlightened enough to become 
a martyr for their cause. Like, literally, they've peeled people's skin off to the point where it's just muscle. Leaving nothing but the face. Beating them. R-A-P-E-ing them. Starving them. Cutting them. Just, like, straight up fuckery of, like, this movie was fucked, dude. Fucked. Oh my god. Like, it just gives me fucking... Oh my god, it was so fucked. You guys talk about some shit you'd be watching, dude. I'm just saying, like... And I mean, I'm, I'm still, you know, somewhat of an inspiring fucking, you know, movie guy. You know, I like a... a whatever. Filmographer. Fil- blah, blah, blah. Filmmaker. Filmmaker. Fillboard. Um... So, yeah, like, when I try to watch movies like that, like, it's just, like, certain scenes like that is, like, I want to see what, how they convey certain images that depict such torment that causes something within me, you know, like a reaction out of me, like, you know, because if it causes something out of me, then obviously it might do the same if I could convey that same depiction to somebody else. So, when I did the whole Baked and Afraid thing, which, you know, if you guys still haven't checked it out, you know, if you can even find it on YouTube, Baked and Afraid is a movie that we did. Type um, it in Baked Ampersand, or other, otherwise known as the Ampersand. See, the funny thing is, is like even, even still typing it in, it's hard to find. <laughs> so, it was good. It, it, like I said, to me, it was decent. I made Ryan watch it. Yeah, it's just... I watched it several times while I was helping you edit the shit. I, I I edited like 90% of it. You helped out about 10%. The computer did all the work. <laughs> but still, something that I would like to venture in, maybe 2021, maybe doing something like that again. Oh, it was a Rona. Yeah, well, maybe. Depending if people are ballsy enough to just say fuck it. Um, because, I mean... You know my thoughts on the fucking Ronin. So, it's there, but it is overhyped. Beyond belief. Overhyped. We're not going to discuss that. It's a conspiracy theory for a part two episode. Oh, God. <laughs> and you know there will be a part fucking two. Um, Here's to hoping 2021 has a bunch of nerd shit so we don't have to. God, I fucking hope so. Like I said, Marvel is going to be fucking killing it. DC, what do they got? Suicide Squad 2? The Batman, which I'm excited Black about. Adam. Yeah, I'm not I'm excited really about that. Black Adam. I, they just need to stop them out. That's yeah. just like... Shazam they, was wonderful. Uh, Shazam was alright. Shazam I, was the best movie DC's put out in... Since, like, the first... Bat, like, since the Jack Nicholson and the Joker Batman movie. No. What? No Shazam way. was the best no. movie DC has put out. No. What? Okay. One up me then. Which one? The Dark Knight. Fuck. Okay, <laughs> fine. Shut up, bitch. Alright, Dark Knight. Yeah, because, like, fucking no. Yeah, The Dark Knight. And even still, Batman Begins was still good in its own right because Scarecrow was fucking amazing. He really was. Though. Like, that was, like, the epitome of well, that's the type of villain we need. We need to stop fucking, you know, doing all these. Redoing these same fucking, you know, villains. Let's get somebody else in there. You know, I'm still hoping that maybe one day we'll see Clayface. You know? Give me both. Give us somebody different. Give us the Mad Hatter. Give us fucking the guy with the dummy. <laughs> the ventriloquist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm I'm hoping with the success that DC has found with its um, DC Universe shows, Doom Patrol, Titans, uh, and the other ones like Swamp Thing and stuff like that, I really hope they start to bring more of those characters to the big screen um, and start to do them any like some real justice because those shows show what DC can do if they just forgo this idea in their head that these movies have to be one or the other. They have to be funny or they have to be dark and gloomy. They're, 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 they don't, they haven't found that medium yet and all they have to do is watch literally any Marvel movie and they'll see how it's done. Yeah. And that's what's disappointing me the most. Well, I think Kevin Gunn's going to do a good job with Suicide Squad too. Here's the hoping. I mean, we do get Nathan Fillion in that movie. So I'm so amped! There's some hope. Um, which I mean, like, <clears throat> Nathan Fillion, he, he's, he's a cult, he's a cult favorite, you know what I mean? Not a lot of people are behind him, not a lot of people that are still around or still give a fuck about Firefly. Uh, Shut up, bitch, don't just talk saying, down about Firefly. I'm just saying, a lot of people, you know what I mean, they just did, you know, it, it, it was the, no. I will fuck you up. <laughs> Firefly is one of my favorite TV shows. I'm just saying, with all of the fucking revamps out there, we got fucking Charmed. Can we please get fucking Buffy? Can we get a fucking a reboot of Buffy? I don't. With the same characters. Buffy right now. God, please. Please, are you out there? Can you hear me? We need Buffy. How about this? How about we sit down and just start asking Joss Whedon to start remaking all of his old shows? No. Yes. I don't want them remade. I, I want there con- to be a continuation. So it wouldn't be Buffy. It'd be another Vampire Slayer, though. Well, I mean, the way that they left it, which, granted, they did do comics after that. Well, there was comics going on, but it still was kind of canon, but not really. So yeah, I'd like to see... I know, but it's just... I would like to see, like, a continuation from the actual show, not from the comics, because a lot of people aren't going to link the two together. Fair. Um trying to think there's really god like we get to these little lulls and it's just like there's certain things um like i said i'm excited for fucking you know wandavision to come out and shortly after that i think the next show is loki yeah not entirely sure on the order of those to be coming out um not getting back into the Kamala Khan thing because that whole debacle was fucking just ridiculous. Um, I do believe, however, that they are going to be making the, the the new champions instead of a Young Avengers, like you know, team. Like I said, yeah. But they're gonna have to bring Nova in so, at some point. Um, actually, one more thing I want to touch on uh, from 2020 that I actually really enjoyed was the Old Guard, which was a Netflix Never original. Watched. It's actually really good and it's based on a really really good comic book um for those of you who haven't watched it it's very well done it's very well choreographed uh carrie ann moss is in it she's a very important character in it uh and it's it's just really well done yeah no see still nothing i'm sure there's a whole bunch of shit we're leaving out but it's just like because while we're two very nerdy people sometimes we leave things out because we get forgetful or we can't think of everything also true we're just old we're just tired also very cold (laughs) and very cold um we're gonna do the next one inside though so yeah that will be good um i think that's really where the you know creative juices flow is we're warm we're in our own 
habitat. I'm laying on the floor. You're laying on your futon. We're just kind of vibing. Yeah. But definitely didn't put too much effort into like thinking about this podcast, even though it's it's very late. Um, but with that said, um, do you really have anything else? I mean, I can't really think of too many other things that that came out this year. No, I, mean, I just have a couple of fuck yous to say to spirit, very specific things that happened in 2020. <laughs> and all oh, comic book related. Uh, fuck the Batman who laughs. Fuck Noel. And, yeah, uh, I don't know where I in the fuck like they're trying to hype up these new characters. Like, uh, can we please rewind the tape and fucking bring some of these other characters that deserve focus recognition on the good characters that we've had for sixty years? That'd be yeah, really cool, you guys. Yeah, Thank can you. we just stop with that hype train of all these new readers? Like, come on now, like stop, stop hyping this. We shit had out. to introduce the king of the uh, the symbiote race. No, you you really fucking didn't. Actually, that wasn't necessary. Uh, the king in black storyline is is bad uh they wanted a new cosmic galactus level threat when they have you know galactus yeah uh which they still have to touch base on they haven't used galactus in a real comic book story since hunger and that one fell flat because nobody did it right yeah so but anyway fuck the batman who laughs fuck noel and uh fuck the flippers for those two books because you guys drove up the market value on those books uh there was another one Joker's new squeeze. Punchline? Punchline. Yeah, that was funny to watch happen, like, live. Like, people were, like, poaching it and then, like, selling it for a huge profit. And then the value plummeted almost immediately when, like, the release order got fucked up. And people realized they weren't actually buying the first appearance of Punchline. Yeah. And then, like, next thing they know, they're, they're sitting on what they thought was going to be a $200 book and they can barely sell it for cover price. Yeah. Fuck. That was wonderful. And, like, the pure schadenfreude that I felt watching these idiots just go, Oh, man, now I can't sell this comic book that I bought 30 copies of. Well, I guess you shouldn't have bought 30 copies of it. Like, the Dark Hawk effect? Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> the Dark Hawk effect. Dark Hawk effect, X-Force number one effect, New Mutants number... I'm telling you, effect. it's still going to make a comeback. X-Force number one will make a fucking comeback, and people are going to realize they're going to take recognition, and they're going to be like, okay, that is the first appearance of Warpath. Oh Sorry about you. Now, good luck trying to find a good copy of it, because <laughs> I don't know how many copies I've gotten that were just complete ass, and I paid too much money for. Um, but, yeah, you know, fuck it. You know, I, I'll just, I'll have to fucking be a proud owner of a fucking, a miscut print, whatever the fuck that defect is. There's like a mark from the press on the fucking book in the center of the goddamn book. It's a big-ass line. <laughs> you know my uh, my ASM number 361 has a bunch of printer pull issues, right? No. Yeah, it's actually kind of funny because, like, so that whole, that series, that book in particular, suffered the most print run issues of any book surrounding it. So you'll actually, there are so many books with that defect that the CGC will actually grade any book with, like, less than a quarter-inch tear in it as a 9.8. Oh my god. Yeah. So even your nine point whatever you have in your house right now could actually have a, a page that has a complete tear in it. I don't want to hear about it. At so, all. Stop it. There's that. Stop it. <laughs> <clears throat> Shia LaBeouf fucked up. Um, I guess he was like fucking, you know, basically being a straight terrorist. Um, I guess he was being eyed for Moondite for the series and i guess like there's accusations of him doing outlandish shit 
uh, to certain co-stars on the set, or probably many sets that he was on. Uh, but I think the set of Honey Boy uh, was the set that the, this lady that was working on. Yeah, he got a whole bunch of shit called out about him, and it makes yeah. me very nervous for his career. Yeah. And him as a person, and, like... I mean, he him. was just bound to, like, fucking, you know what I mean? Like, he was bound to implode eventually, you know what I mean? He, we saw that downward spiral, and now it's just like, okay, fuck. Oh, that actually brings me to, um, to actually something I really want to talk about that's not comic book or nerd culture related, uh, speaking of the word terrorist. Um... So I want to uh, speak on the bombing that happened in Nashville a few days ago. Yeah. Um, uh, nobody died except for the person who put the bomb. And everybody's trying to figure out motive. Um, they're blasting his name everywhere. Um, I, I kind of want to speak from a place of, of pure hatred for stupid people who do shit like that. Um, thankfully, this particular fucking piece of shit... Uh, decided to broadcast a message, this RV will explode in 15 minutes, please evacuate the area. Um, causing untold amounts of property damage, potentially ruining the livelihood of several hundred people in downtown Nashville. Um, if you or anybody you know is suffering delusions of grandeur where you think that that's a good idea... Grandeur. Shut up. Um, please <laughs> fucking don't, and don't seek mental help, but tell your friends and family, hey... Um, I think I'm a sociopathic piece of shit who thinks that this might be a good idea. So that way they can promptly put you in the fucking ground. Or, you know, seek professional help. You know. Also, maybe yes. <laughs> but, like, I think there's just the, that one day everybody's just that one bad day away from becoming the Joker. You know what I mean? Like, just saying. Just saying. Just the way the way that shit's going nowadays. I, I mean, I really don't put it past people, you know, just snapping. Man, I get it. I get being angry. I get hurting. I get I get all of that. I've been there before. I'm I'm there on a fairly consistent basis. I was there during the shutdown. But you always have somebody to talk to. There's no need to load your RV filled with explosives and go blow yourself up damaging people's livelihoods. I don't think that that's a Project logic. Mayhem. <laughs> I just like I just fucked your whole theory up. It was Project Man. But here's the His biggest name was Robert Paulson. <laughs> here's the biggest thing I have to say about that though. Oh, if yeah. you um if you are part of the media who who specializes in taking these people and blowing them up and making them out like you you give them their name, you give them that attention that they wanted. Um, you're part of the problem. Naming them, we should be shaming them. We shouldn't be naming them because it makes copycats Man, that's hateful, happen. Bro. It makes copycats happen, dude. And copycats don't always have the same limits as the person who committed the original crime. Yeah. So like you said, all it takes for someone to be like, that guy is one bad day. Well, what happens if the other guy who has that bad day decides, you know what? I don't want to play that warning over my speaker. I just want to kill some fucking people. Yeah. That's why I'm filled with hate about that kind of shit. Because if you are so distraught that you want to take other people with you, bro, fuck you. So, okay. So, rewind the tracks. Right. I know that we were going to touch base on this in another part two. But. Can we please? Just, just for a second. Right. Hear me out. Right. Hear me out. I am hearing you out. Hurry up and say it. COVID. 
is literally the currency of fear. So my cousin works in the COVID ward. Right. She has watched double digits amounts of people die in a single night. Right. And I'm not saying that it's not real. But I'm saying that this was a disease, a virus, that was biologically created to attack certain people by the government. To control everyone. Everyone has to obey the new way. Or you will be refused service. Or you will fucking be outcasted because, I mean, everybody's fucking germaphobe nowadays. I mean, fuck, dude. Like, it's getting to the point where that is the new currency is control. Okay. The, the well, government doesn't give fuck about money. They what, have control over everybody. Like, and I mean, they did before. What you're not thinking about. now. What you're not thinking about are the people who are at risk of dying. True. Like your best friend who's sitting across this table from you right now. True. My mother is also at risk of dying. My sister, who is four years younger than I am, if she catches this, she will also die. True. I will die. I'm not even 30 yet. I'll be there in about two weeks, but I'm not even 30 yet. True. So if you don't want to wear a mask, fine. But you know what? Online shopping exists. Curbside pickup also exists. You know what else also exists? Not being a shit-tier human who doesn't care about other people's safety. I'm just saying it was it was biologically. No, crazy. I don't disagree with you. I you absolutely the weak. Yeah. That's Admittedly, just like a simple way to put it. Yeah, I'd absolutely, and it's it, I'm not offended or I'm not gonna take any offense to that. Because as as an asthmatic, I was born with a defect. That's a pretty shit-tier defect to have. The one thing humans are supposed to be good at, breathing, I am not good at it. Wait a second. Then how in the fuck do you keep a dick in your mouth for so long? <laughs> sorry, I had a deep walk right into <laughs> I'm sorry you walked right into that one. I, All right. I did. <laughs> sure. Anyways, I'm just saying, the government's shady. Yeah, no, has always been shady. I don't fucking. But the thing of it is, is that how are we ever going to know when it's over? When we get all these miracle vaccines? I know that you saw the same video that I did where they injected a fucking vaccine into a doctor's arm that was plunger was already down. Have you not seen that video? No, I haven't. Oh, yeah, it was live. Guy goes to fucking into a doctor's arm, tries to mask it like this. Plunger was already down before he even fucked. Like he, when he stuck it, before he even put his thumb on it, Plunger was already down. The miracle vaccine, right? Control. But see, control. Because it, for all we know, it could be gone. The people who this this COVID thing could have already come and passed. No wonder people dying of right now, dude. You name it. You name it, because I, I don't know how many people, and I've heard this from countless people that work at fucking facilities, that even people that die in car wrecks are marked down for fucking COVID. That's a little sus, bro. That's a little sus. I'm just so, saying. So okay. how do you, and at this time. So I'm going to give you an explanation for that. And, and here it is. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to pull any punches with this. And I'm going to be very honest and open about why I believe that's happening and why I'm fine with it. Why? Because hospitals require budgets, right? To pay their people properly. Because God knows the insurance companies that make billions of dollars 
every hour off of our pain and suffering don't pay them right, right? We to can agree. Certain, to, we, to a certain extent. We can agree that insurance companies are the fucking devil, right? You've been gouged by one. I've been gouged by one. They don't. We pay thousands of dollars into it and get $500 worth of coverage, right? All right. So hospitals require funding. The best way to get funding during a pandemic is to capitalize sometimes. Do I, do I think that it's, it should happen? No, absolutely not. Do I understand why it's happening? Yes, absolutely. And it's it could just also like be a really shitty thing to do. It is. It is absolutely sus, and it is kind of shitty, to, a shitty thing to do because then you have a person who wasn't COVID positive, who probably couldn't convey the virus, who probably won't be able to have a funeral now. Well, do you think that maybe that might have generated all the hysteria? Is that you've got all these mixed patients that. Well, yeah, a large portion of them had COVID, but then you had all these other patients that were dying of natural causes. And then you have all these outs- these astronomical numbers of people dying of COVID. So it's been proven that those cases are few and far between, where it's, it's a falsified piece of paperwork. Because you do have people who died of complications from pneumonia who are put down as COVID positive. Do you want to know what the problem is? If I, if I contract COVID, how I'll die? My cause of death would be listed as complications from pneumonia. Because because COVID presents as pneumonia in the lungs. My cause of death would be asphyxiation because of fluid filling my lungs, which is pneumonia. That's the problem. And nobody wants to think about that. Nobody wants to think about the comorbidities that are causing the actual deaths. They just want to talk about the fact that, oh, he had a severe heart condition and he died from COVID, quote unquote. Yeah, bitch, because he wouldn't have died otherwise. Okay, so if you think about it this way, if you, if you, if you think about it this way, roll with me. So COVID, right? America. What is a good thing? What is the, the, the thing that America is most known for? being one of the few countries in the world that doesn't have universal health care. <laughs> I was probably leaning towards more of obesity. Well, we are the most obese country, right? We don't have a stopping point. There is way too many fucking obese people. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. It is a bad thing. But the thing of it is, is like, think about how many people that have poor respiratory anyways, because we are obese there might be astronomical numbers of people that never even knew they had asthma. Yeah. And this literally was biologically created to trim the fat, so to speak. I don't disagree. I 100% believe that this was developed and possibly sanctioned by, um, by the government to kill people like me. To naturally fucking make people scared, especially people that are completely fine, healthy. To where it ensures that they continue this new world order of, okay, you got to wear a mask here. You can't do this here. You got glass here. You can't fucking touch here. You're not allowed to come to this restaurant. You're not allowed to shop. You're not allowed to purchase this or that. Like, and I mean, the thing of it is, is like, it's come down to it where I, I firmly believe that the, the virus is, is, is at a very not so dormant stage but not very active either like i feel like it's still there but it is not as malicious as what fucking it was when it first came and i feel like it came in waves because when the shit hit the fan 
the virus is already here. Nobody fucking, like, I mean, we were too late to even fucking do anything. We couldn't combat it because there were so many people that have already spread it, just like that Contagion movie. Nobody, like, it just passed from person to person to person. And yes, there was a lot of people that were immune compromised, and there was a lot of people that were, you know, fine. There's other people that had the symptoms and got better. But we don't know the long-lasting effects of this certain virus of the people that are carriers that exude, like, no fucking symptoms. But that's the problem right there. We don't know the long-lasting effects. There are people who are coming out of COVID wards with completely destroyed lungs. They now show the same lung capacity that I have as an asthmatic. But they were perfect, perfectly healthy when they went in. That's the problem, and that's why I agree with mask mandates. Because if you walk into a retail store, man, you never know who you're gonna get, who you're gonna give your shit to. You could be asymptomatic. See, I, I believe that yes, that that mask to a certain degree might help, but I mean, do you really like think about the math about how often you touch your face without even thinking about it? Yeah, I have become acutely aware of it because of the current circumstances. So even if you're wearing a mask, you could still get COVID. No, absolutely. But like, and it's just uh, without a doubt, like without thinking about it, like you could just like, you know, something like that, or you know, you got a booger in there, you got. But what you're thinking your about, hand what in there. you're what you're talking about is accidental transmission versus. Oh, hey, you know, I've had this cough for a few days. I'm gonna go to Walmart real quick and go get some cough syrup, or I'm gonna go get you know some orange juice because it's probably just a cold. You know, you, do, you go not wearing a mask because you believe that it's your right to not have to wear a mask. Because God forbid you do the right thing and just do curbside pickup. I mean, I, I kind of just like gave in to the whole wearing the mask thing, even though people don't fucking do it anyways. Yeah. It's, just, it, it's, it's so fucking annoying to just not have it. Because um, what people are really just doing is they'll wear it when they walk in and then they take it off. Yeah. As soon as they get past that checkpoint, they're just, they take it off. Yeah. They, I don't know. I just went to Walmart today. And it, it, people out there, there's like no masks. I know. So it's just like, this is never, ever, ever going to get any better because the people are not going to allow that to happen. The government knows this, yet they still enforce all of these mandates when they should really just shut the entire fucking country down. See, now we're on the same page. Because the thing is, is they want people to rebel against this new way. They want to get people into the spot where they feel like they are having their freedom stripped from them, right? Because, I mean, if you think about it, it's, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. It, to a certain degree, it is kind of ridiculous. Like, right now, I mean, and I'm just saying this, I mean, we're not even six feet apart. Because neither of us are COVID positive. I don't know that. Dude, I, can, I, was, I could be asymptomatic, bro. If I, I, could was, be asymptom- I could be asymptomatic. You could. I could be the chosen one. I could have the miracle blood. <laughs> I'm just saying the thing of it is, is that you work in retail. Yeah. So many people come flock into waves into that store. And that store is fucking small. Yeah, it is. I'm just saying, like, if you think about it logically, COVID's already come and gone. But you're not thinking about it from the perspective of the retail employees. So here's what we do as a store to prevent, prevent people from transmitting it within the store. So I don't, uh, I don't get within six feet of customers. At all, unless I know them specifically. Like me. Yeah. Because you came and gave me a hug. Yeah. Like a moron. So, shut hey, up. man, what's up, man? <laughs> but see, you were wearing a mask. I was wearing a mask. I had to. Yeah, exactly. So, 
I also wash my hands before I ever touch my face. I wash down my counter every hour, and I mop the floor every night before I leave with a disinfectant. Even still, no. I'm just saying there's just it, it to a certain degree. And what they've done, and I saw that when I fucking went out there, is that they have started lines. There can only be a certain amount of people in the fucking store. That is annoying as fuck. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely atrocious. So, fuck, because, like, these people are not going anywhere. They're <laughs> yeah. going to keep fucking staying there. So what you're doing is you're making your night longer because these people are going to want their shit. And you're going to piss them off because they had to wait for a fucking hour to get what they wanted. Yeah. So, they're so gonna you're going to get more off. of these. Yeah. You're going to get more of these aggressive fucking customers because they, they don't get the, the chance to just walk right in. And like I said, the, the, the thing that I like I said, the only thing that I was trying to state about this whole thing is that this was a biological warfare. Right. The government have fucking started this shit so that way they could control us with fear. Granted, yes, COVID is real, but it is way fucking glorified than it should be because. Yes, there are a lot of people that fucking have that deficiency where they could be exposed. But the thing of it is, is that America, man, we're full of fucking obese people. Yeah. People that are fucking, they have asthma, old people. There's all kinds of fucking like, you know, variables as to how this could have happened. How you're getting all of these fucking, and then the way that they blew it up on fucking the news is like, oh my God, everybody's fucking dying. They don't say, okay, a lot of obese people are dying, you know, people that have breathing problems, asthma, you know, people are dying, a lot of old people. That didn't come out until after the fact where they're like, well, fuck, we're doing our numbers. And a lot of the categories of, you know, people that are dying is people that already have had pre-existing problems so, or conditions like, I don't know, cancer or any other type of fucking, you know, actual medical diseases. But my question about that, and I need you to not take any offense to the way I phrase this. I just need you to understand my point of view on this. So as somebody who is at risk and has at risk family, um, why do our deaths mean less just because we have, we have a comorbidity? You know, that's my biggest problem with the people who are like, oh, yeah, I shouldn't have to wear a mask. If you guys, if, if people are dying, it's the old, it's the infirm, it's the sick. Okay. So no, it's going to get to the point where we're going to have to wear it outside all the time. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. I, and that is when I draw the fucking line. Yeah, absolutely. That that's is when I will also draw the line. Because it's it, it will have <laughs> mutated to a point where there is no return. Yeah. No return. Because I'm telling you, this is just the first step. Of control. That is what I'm trying to say is that this is literally the new currency is fear because the government knows that they can control people because how many people do you know that are fucking monk about the fucking disease? Like scared, scared. Like, I see people fucking driving with their mask on with fucking gloves. That shit makes me laugh. That so shit much, right there. And I mean, my sister does the same shit. Like I can't even really, you know, I mean, she's had problems. I have, I have family that, you know, I mean, like. I'm concerned too, but the thing is, is that the, what they're trying to do is they're putting a block in your life. They're putting a stepping stone right in front of you where you're not living your best life. You will never live your best life as long as you're constantly scared. If you keep these people constantly scared, there, there's no unity. There's no unity at all because the whole factor of life is connection. Everything's connected. Everything at all. Like everything. We're connected. The energy connected. There's chakras, connection, right? You got to make fucking a baby. You got to have sex. That's connection. Love, there's connection. Fucking touch. You don't get that kind of connection if you're not fucking actually feeling something. 
You know what I'm saying? What they have done is they have divided the connection. There is no more connection. They don't want the connection. Granted, yes, there is connection, but people are literally doing this out of... Are you going to say connection one more time? No, I'm just saying like they're doing this <laughs> in spite of, okay, well, fuck the government. I'm not going to fucking do that, right? And I don't give a fuck about their safety or their safety or their safety. I'm going to fucking touch everything I want. You know what I mean? But that's the problem. That's the thing is it's going to get to the point where it gets so bad because I can see this coming back because we started seeing this whole COVID shit happen the end of spring-ish, spring? Beginning end of February. No, 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 spring break. It happened exactly right before fucking spring break because I was supposed to go to fucking Disneyland or Disney World, whatever the fuck. And they canceled it literally within two days. And there's the rub of it. You guys, Delgado's mad he didn't get to go to Disney. I'm just saying. But the thing of it is, is if it happened in spring, well, guess what? Spring's going to come right back around. Is it going to have like an influx again? Like, are we going to see a dramatic fucking increase? All of the influxes that we've seen and all of the increases that we've seen in cases and case number and death number is because of people ignoring their better judgment. Will it mutate over the winter? No, because, okay, so diseases mutate on evolution. They, they mutate when you have a failed vaccine because you rushed it or you have a failed treatment like hydroxychloroquine. So you're going to, you're going to you're going to let somebody inject you with something that was literally created in less than a year. Bro. <laughs> I'm you, just saying. Hold less on. Less than a year. No, I need to say some shit real quick, okay? And it's going to be are mandated. You, are you really going to talk down about getting a vaccine because you don't know the What's protection it? of it? No way, dude. No way. Homie, you smoke cigarettes more than any human being I've I ever I trust met. camel because there's a fucking camel in my pack, bro. You I know what's in this. It's a goddamn camel. Camel cigarettes. You drink McDonald's frappes on a daily basis. Do you know every Because I'm this? fucking obese, Ryan. Yes, I am part of the problem. You got me. You fucking got me. Believe that's, my point now. That's where, that's where I kind of have to start to sit there and go, but you do certain things that we both know you don't know every ingredient in it. But you, the, you, eat, you eat McDonald's hamburgers. You don't eat them with a bun. I don't but. give a fuck if, <laughs> if, if it's literally just a sugar pill crushed down into liquid form. I don't care if it's a placebo that they're fucking shooting into me. I don't want it. I don't want it. Because for all I know, it could be something that literally shortens my life a lot faster than this. I doubt What if it. they could just control when you die? Like, the government's like, all right, fuck Ryan Keenan. Boom, dead. Because he got the vaccine. I don't know that. You don't know that. I'm just saying, you have no idea within... Uh, dude, seriously, like, seriously, no way. No way. It's not been perfected. No, you're absolutely right. It has. And it's been rushed. Yeah. And there's also been fucking evidence of fucking videos of people that are getting fucking syringed with a plunger down. I can't trust that. I can't trust that at all. I'm not saying trust it because of the video. I'm not saying trust it Im immediately. What I'm saying is don't say you're not going to get it because you don't know what's in it. Because you, you, not you in particular, but the people saying this do like they drink beer, they smoke cigarettes, they do all of this inherently unhealthy shit. They don't know every ingredient inside of a cigarette. They don't know every ingredient inside of the pills that they just snorted the weekend before. True. You know what I mean? Like the, the people that I get mad about saying that they're not going to get the vaccine. I don't know what's in it. 
they they drink Natty Light and snort Xanax off of the can. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> homie, you know how much rat shit is on the top of that can right now? Like, dude, don't, don't fucking sit there and tell me you're not going to get the vaccine because you don't know what's in it. Bro, I've seen some of your exes. You didn't know what was in that either, okay? Okay, okay, so think about this. This has turned into a conspiracy theory fucking episode real fucking quick. Yeah, we're already think about this shit. Think about this shit, though. What if this miracle cure, just run with me. What if this miracle cure literally is to not just stop? Like, okay, so what if they fucked up with the coronavirus? Yeah, they wanted to just create, like, the fucking cut the fat. But what if they are going to go beyond that? What if they go down through generations just by DNA? And I'm not saying this just because certain things, but I'm just saying, what if they are trying to control people from spreading the biological defect through semen, through eggs? So you think that you think fertility? Eugenics. Yes. What okay. if what what if that's their thing that the miracle cure is to eliminate that from ever being a thing? And that's a valid that's a valid idea. I'm not. Defending. That is good. That is good. I deserve a fucking award for that one. I don't know, man. You might I actually use my brain instead. on that one. Um, no, I'm just saying. Here's my big thing. I am not telling. I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to tell anybody to trust the vaccine. I'm not sitting here telling anybody to go to Walmart and wear a mask. What I am saying is be smart about your shit. If That's why I stay away Walmart, from people. If you're going to go to Walmart. <laughs> Do curbside pickup. Do online order. There are literally apps dedicated to bring you your groceries. They're nice. They're dope. I've done it at work a couple of times. Oh, hey, I need a gallon of milk for the house. Cool. I'm just going to have fucking, uh, uh, I'm just going to have somebody do that for me. Or, just oh, hey. Think, think about it, though, because a lot of the kids that are underneath a certain age, they don't have to wear a mask. Why? I know. And Why? I think that that's the dumbest thing Do you not think that there's heard? certain kids out there that have asthma? I'm aware. So why? You're, Don't you think there's kids out there that are obese at the age of three or four? You are preaching to the choir. But what I am saying is DoorDash exists. Curbside pickup exists for almost every retailer you could possibly imagine. I have had numerous calls from customers asking me if we do curbside pickup. And I have to constantly tell them I wish we did because I disagree with our current method of business. Because curbside pickup is the best way to do this. And in all honesty, if COVID changes anything and anything stays permanent, I would love for it to be social distancing. I would love for it to be the influence. Well, that's just of... because you're a fucking introvert, just like me. Well, yeah. There's there's that. So you have to one of my take biggest one of the that. biggest things that I like about this whole situation, and I I put that at a at a very um caveat filled term, light. Um, I don't like this situation. What I do appreciate is the the advent and the invention of curbside pickup. I think that that is brilliant. And it's going to help so many people who don't necessarily have a way around Walmart or Meyer or Target in, in these ways that they need, people need them to. But to be fair, all it really did was generate work because a lot of people were put out of work because their job shut down. Yeah. That's all it did was generate more shit. work. And I feel so bad for the people who are still currently jobless in this economy. And yeah. Thank you for that $600 if that's what we're getting. If that's I mean, people have already lost their houses, right? What, what are you waiting? Are you, are you waiting for your balls to drop off? <laughs> Hello? 
It's me, Margaret. Can you hear me? That's but still, like the thing of it is, is that there is a bigger, there is a bigger game being played. Yeah. And the people right now, the only reason why the people are still playing is because they are using that. And I'm not saying this to piss you off. I'm not saying this to be disrespectful. But I'm saying this is to be courteous because there are people out there that can, you know, be infected by this still. I know. And that's the caring and candor that people are – that's where it's hitting them. That's where the control is getting people is because there are still people out there that can be infected by this, right? So they want people to not necessarily be brainwashed into the fact but to care about one another without – giving up their freedoms, you know, psychologically. They're doing it un- you know, they're doing it willingly unwillingly because they 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 preach and they talk shit about all this bullshit but yet they still wear a mask, mm-hmm. right? Because they have to. There is no choice. It's going to get to the point where people are going to be walking around with fucking masks on outside and it's going to be law. It's going to be law. Because the thing is is it's not the fact because of COVID, it is what could be to come. Because if that was a thing that literally crooked, like crippled countries, well, what could be next? Scientists are never going to stop experimenting on fucking viruses and shit. There's a CDC for a reason. So a big thing for me, <laughs> a big thing that I, I think a lot of people don't necessarily know about or understand is we're the last country other than the UK and maybe a couple of others that are still actively needing to fight against COVID. Yep. South Korea beat that shit in two months because they did a complete shutdown. Nobody was open. Groceries had to be delivered. If you had to leave your home, you had to wear a mask. You had to be sanitized. They did temperature checks at the door. You went in, you got your groceries, you went the fuck home. But the thing of it is, is they probably already fucking knew ahead of time that the shit was going to happen. And you know what? Maybe. And there, in, in the poverty level, I'm sure that there is a lot was high. Yeah, you still had a lot of casualties because guess what? There's kids and people 1, dying in their homes. 1,830 in South Korea. Yeah, a lot of people fucking dying. 330,000 in the U.S. Do you know what Canada did to actually kind of keep their shit down? They issued a massive stay-at-home order for the entire country. They shut down the border to the U.S. There are people from the U.S. who are still stuck in Canada right now. They can't go home. That sucks. That's awful. Yeah. But you know what the, What Canada is doing for their people that the U.S. isn't doing that's actually keeping their death count low? Speeding up their, their healthcare process. I mean, <laughs> well, were you playing with me on Xbox when we were talking to that guy from Canada? Yeah. Yeah. You remember that? He was like, yeah, you know, our healthcare is free or whatever, but you got to wait three days if your arm's falling off. That's not. <laughs> see, that's the thing. Like, people blow that shit out of proportion so much. Like, I know people from Canada. I know a great deal of pe- many people from Canada who have no issues with their healthcare system. But a big thing that they did that helped keep their death count and their uh, their infection count down is they issued stay-at-home orders. They have essential workers that have to go to work every day. But that's just America, bro. Everybody's no, fucking essential. No, I know. And that's bullshit. Why am I essential? People gotta wear shoes, bro. I know. <laughs> that's your essential, like that's your essential quality. You people have to wear shoes. Me, people need fucking wheels on their car. Yeah. But yeah, people don't need to be going nowhere. Yeah. That exactly. is the whole fucking thing. That nobody is fucking essential, but everybody is essential. That's Why? Kind of what I'm saying. Because America needs to thrive. The only thing that I can agree with Donald Trump about is that yes, he's a businessman, but if we stop fucking working, we're fucked. 
No, we're not. We are we are fucked. The government will take people's homes without a fucking they don't care. Because they're gonna be taken care of. To a certain extent, I wanna believe that maybe, maybe somewhere deep down underneath that fucking hairpiece, he cares <laughs> about people. Because he knows that if America is just shut down like everywhere else, we would be detrimentally just fucking destroyed. Canada's because we have so collapse. many enemies. Canada's is the economy thing. didn't collapse. You but know, South Korea Canada doesn't have very collapse. many enemies. They're neutral. Yeah. How South many enemies? How many enemies? Not. Okay, but how many enemies does the United States have? We wouldn't have as many if we didn't have idiots constantly running the country. I'm just saying, it would make us look very fucking weak if we all stopped working. That is when you would just like literally fucking red dawn it, bro. <laughs> when people are at their weakest, you red dawn it. But the th- the matter of the fact is, is that this is not ever gonna be over. This is only gonna get worse. This is the beginning of the future. And the future is scary because I know what my daughter has to go through going in school. I fear for my son because he's got to grow up in the same shit. And it's never going to stop. There are going to be fucking glass cubes around the teacher. Every student's going to be fucking distant six feet apart. Like fucking their Christmas program uh, was on video. And they were standing six feet apart from each other wearing masks. You couldn't even understand what they were singing. That's not fucking, you know, that's not, they're never going to know, like my daughter will, but my son won't. Yeah. He'll never get to know what a real Christmas program is or a fucking Thanksgiving program is where your kids and you're fucking all sandwiched in like sardines next to each other, fucking, you know, elbowing each other and spitting on each other's necks and and your hair and fucking, there's just, it's just, there's no normality anymore. The normality is gone. The way of the future is now, and it sucks because there is no way in hell that we're ever coming back from this, ever, destroyed, because we're always going to be thinking about that what if, that Tony Stark, the Tony Stark reference about having that armor, that shield of armor around the world, because there could be a greater threat, well, they're already thinking about that, and guess what, you can see it, people wearing fucking masks everywhere, and it's going to only get bigger, it's going to get larger, when I do firmly believe that, yes, there are still sporadic fucking instances where, yes, there is still COVID, but we are also in flu season. Yeah. So the way of differentiating that is astronomical because they're going to be like, oh, shit, he's coughing. He's got COVID. They're sneezing. He's got COVID. He's got a fever. He can't work for a week or two weeks. Now, how is a family going to fucking be able to fucking stay afloat when that main breadwinner can't work for two weeks because the the company what they'll do is they'll 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 strip you of your pto and if you don't have pto well then you're just fucked you just don't get to work how do you pay your bills you don't the government does not care this is the beginning of a long drawn out game and what it is is the survival of the richest who's gonna keep having money in their pocket and they're gonna keep fucking working all like everybody getting that blood out of that stone until there is no stone left and people are literally gonna they're gonna build america all over again on the fucking bones the blood of the poverty because what they're doing is they're making the middle america those middle people the middle class people poverty even people that literally like people that work at fucking good places like gm and fucking other middle class they're knocking them down yeah. To the point where 
we can't fucking sustain anymore. I mean, luckily, we have been blessed to the point where, yes, shit has been weird. But, I mean, they just started implementing fucking masks at my job. Yeah. Just now. Hello? <laughs> Hello? You know you're that, – That's that where I'm talking about this control bullshit. They don't care about the people and their safety. They don't. Well, I'm they gonna... want to implement control. They want to see how far they're willing to go before. Okay, you've got to wear a respirator everywhere now. They want to see. You've got to wear a fucking. Us. What no. you're saying is they want to see how much freedom we're willing to sacrifice for safety. But what you're not thinking about is. Here's the thing, man. Everybody's been always been willing to sacrifice security for safety or for freedom. I'm not. I know you're not. Because the thing is, is the more the the more pieces you give away of yourself, the less of a puzzle you got. You're gonna have all these empty spaces of a life unfulfilled. Should we just turn this into a political podcast? I'm just time? saying, dude. Like, if you give pieces away, enough pieces away, you are not yourself anymore. I don't disagree with you, Delgado. What I'm saying and what I have always said about this situation is, Americans have always fought back against oppressors. That's what we're known for. That's what we've always done. That's why we exist as a country as a whole. I do not believe that wearing a mask is a sacrifice of your freedom. I don't think it is. I've never seen it that way. I never will. Because I think that anybody who thinks that it is, isn't acknowledging the fact that your freedom to not wear your mask is sacrificing the lives of other people. See, and that's where we ripple because it's not that we're sacrificing the freedom it's that they're trying to push the envelope to see just how many cards they can fit in said envelope okay at first it's going to be masks right what's going to fall after that what's going to fall after it's going to be like a fucking non-stop okay well we're fooling these people into doing it because yes there are people that are prone to getting this shit well what's going to what's going to happen next you know what i mean What's going to fucking happen? That's what I'm scared about 2021. Are we going to get to that su- that second civil war, baby? Is that where we're going to get? Because there is only so much pressure you can put on an American. And I, I say this for everybody, but culturally fucking Americans, right? I believe is the right term. People just don't take shit anymore. They just they stop. Like it's, And it's scary because you've seen how scary it is at the beginning of the, the pandemic. To just shop. People are fucking like Black Friday. Fuck no. Like you thought that that was bad. No. Even Black still. Black Friday was actually one of our slowest shopping days that week. Well, the thing of it is, <laughs> is it's, it's a scary time, man. I know. It's a very fucking scary time. And the, the thing that. Oh, have we've we made got, it. Have we, we made, gone to the end of a, uh, of a long form uh, lo-fi video before? I That's weird, dude. I think the motherfucker. Yeah. That's weird. Okay, well, uh, that's a first. But, I mean, still. I mean, if you think about it. Hold on. While we're in the process of doing this shit. I'm trying to get my car to be warm. Oh, you're trying to get your car to be warm? <laughs> it will never be warm. I know. Um, we live in a frozen fucking wasteland. Yeah, that we do. I will put on... If my phone fucking decides to not be... This is why I have music on my phone. You have music on your phone. Saved on my phone, yes. I have music saved on my phone, but it's all like fucking... It's all... 
Play my favorites. <laughs> Play my trippin' red music. But anyways. Um, no, I, I, I do firmly believe that there is just so much going on where... 2020 has been a fucking stressful fucking time. Yeah. I'm like, I'm eager to see what happens in 2021 and see how far we get pushed. Because you're right. That's what the government does. That's what the government has always done. That's what this form of the U.S. government has always done is try to push that envelope to try to see how much shit they can get away with with its people. Well, and the thing of it is, too, the thing of it is, too, is there's going to be like a Kansas City shuffle with these fucking vaccines. There are going to be real vaccines and there's going to be placebo vaccines. Those actual vaccines, I'm just saying, how often have you heard of the miracle drug, the vaccine, the cure for cancer? Do you believe that it exists? Because I do. Well, there is one. It was proven by Canadian scientists, but that's neither here nor there. But I'm saying that I do firmly believe that there is a fucking cure for cancer. And the thing of it is, is that it is so fucking outlandishly expensive that only... The uber fucking rich can afford. So that 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 mass quantity, the the mass production of fucking vaccines that are gonna be out there, you, you get at a fucking gas station, are not gonna be the way to go. I'm sorry. Well, you get a sticker with it, so you gotta believe it. There's a pin too, and a hat, and a balloon. No, no. I'm telling you that. Everybody's going to be so completely brainwashed that when they get this quote-unquote vaccine that everything's just going to go back to normal. And that's when they're going to hit us again with a second wave of fucking COVID. Or something worse, and they're going to name it something worse. The mysterious uh, evolved strain that they found recently. I mean, fuck, there was uh, a movie that just came out, I believe, Songbird, which is literally based on a, a, a future... Um, a future, uh, <laughs> a future fucking version of COVID. Yep. What life is after like 10 years of COVID and COVID's still here. So I'm just saying if they're already speculating that this thing is going to be around, I'm telling you, it's, it's going to be around. It ain't going nowhere and it's going to be labeled COVID. That's 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 the selling brand. I mean, think about how many fucking distributors that fucking like Hanes and Fruit of the Looms and fucking all these other, you know, fucking Nike made hell of a lot more money when they were selling masks. A lot, a lot more money was being made, a lot more money. Just saying. I thought it was funny when Louis Vuitton got in on the game. Yeah. The thing is, (laughs) is like that is fucking crazy. I don't disagree with you. I think that you think I disagree with you about a lot more with this than I do. Um, my biggest thing is I just – the least anybody can do right now is just wear a fucking mask for now, dude. If if it starts to get to the point where they're like, you have to wear a mask when you're inside your home. You have to wear a mask when you are, you know, um, you know we're in your car or outside. I think that that's when we need to start getting being like, hey. But by no, that time, will it be too late? No. No, because look, here's the thing, man, and here's a lot of here's something that most people don't think about. So the the military's oath 
isn't to the U.S. government, it's to the American people. I will fight against any, any enemies, foreign and domestic. A lot of military personnel abide by that, by protecting American citizens, not the U.S. government. If the government starts to overstep, let's say January 21st of 2021 or some shit, the U.S. government decides to tell um, the U.S. military, hey, we need you to fire on this group of civilians. They're going to turn the fuck around and they're going to fire at the idiots giving that order. That's just the thing, man. Yeah, but is that terrorism? Yeah, they'll be absolutely deserters classified by the U.S. government. But who gives a shit? Who's going to fight against them? Some militia in a fucking compound in West Vegas? I don't know how deep the fucking government goes, to be honest. Like, what if there's more government officials that are oh, the more well-trained? Problem. I'm just saying they might be more well-trained than fucking, you know what I mean? It only matters so far. MK Ultra. MK Ultra was a fucking failed experiment, man. I'm just saying honestly. that it was a real thing, but the yeah. thing of it is, is like, do you think maybe to a certain validity that there is some kind of control over the fucking army? Well, yeah, absolutely. The Marines specialize in beating their people down to the point where they are more obedient than any other branch of the military. That's just a fact of life for them. All right. Okay. So... We are going to fucking just stop this shit tonight um, because nonstop fuckery is abound. Um, and I've had it. I'm freezing to death. I want to go inside. I want to be done with this year. And we're – did you have a question for the audience? I don't tonight. Anything. I, th I think we're going to pass on yeah, the question Yeah, we're just tonight. done with the question. Like there's no more questions. We're not taking any – answers we don't want no answers from anybody because there is no fucking answer in 2020 everybody is fucking just as lost as everybody else and um we will probably yeah hopefully we will come back with uh, a better um mindset mindset uh in 2021 so yeah this is going to be the last episode uh we're not going to do a new year's episode um yeah, like we're gonna we're gonna come at it strong, 2021. Um, I'm I'm signing off. I'm Delgado. I'm Ryan, and we'll see you next year. <laughs> Bye.